Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another at-home edition of the uh, Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. Uh, and this is Mark Vila, and uh, today we're here to talk about uh, what you called warm calling and um, how to make calling people you've never met okay. Um, yeah. And Mark and I have been, well, we've kind of been digging the at-home episodes because we um, we really get to focus a lot more time, I think, on the content because we're not distracted with various things happening in the office or playing with machines or whatever else we might do. Um, wait, so wait, hopefully, I just want to point yeah. out that Mark Villa just said that because I actually have a construction project going downstairs. And <laughs> even though you can't, you can't hear that on the microphone, there's someone nailing into tile or something. No, I've actually, I lied. It's so loud in the background there. That <laughs> oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, uh, um, technology microphone just picks up your voice and it doesn't pick up any. Background. Yeah, it's terrific. Yeah, that's great. Uh, well, uh, thanks everyone for listening here and let's, let's talk about phone calls, right? So, um, Mark, why, why should people make sales calls? Phone so, calls? uh, you, uh, because you want to make money. Uh, I mean, really that's, that's the only reason that you want to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's great for just in the, like in the previous episode, if you're, um, if your business is slow, if it's just getting started, if you're struggling, making it to the next level, you've got to try something different to move the needle on your customer base because yeah. you, you know once you for, for most of our customers if you're if you're uh if you know what you're doing if you can print a good t-shirt or you're decent in embroidery once you have a customer they're very sticky so they're mm -hmm. um if you pay attention to them they're really likely to order from you again and again and again so the effort that you can that you put out by making some phone calls versus what the potential payoff is just makes it a no brainer choice for ways to get new business. Yeah. And you know, if you are, um, if your business is, is fortunate enough to say, have, um, a marketing department or somebody who focuses on marketing to make sure that, um, leads or potential clients are always contacting you. That's great. It's a good place right. to be. Um, if you, uh, have, been in business long enough or you just happen to have a great enough referral network that you are constantly getting referrals and you're you're growing your business that way that's great too but also a lot great. of folks yeah that's there's a lot of people out there that are successful and doing really well without necessarily um ever doing any type of um phone solicitation if you want to you know use maybe even a dirtier God, word for it right <laughs> but they're not actively they don't have an active marketing plan to pick up the phone and uh, try to drum up business How, however there's a lot of folks out there that we talk to that listen to this podcast that are in our group that are trying to figure out ways they can make more money they're scared they might not um their business might not make it, make it, or it's not achieving the dreams that they wanted to, whatever the hundred things are. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this is one of the ways to do it. Yeah. I mean, we, we see posts in the uh, customer power startups group. There, there are, there are, there are two people, two kinds of businesses right now. And I see it in other places too. 
Um, they're the folks that are just booming. Mm -hmm. Can I keep stuff in stock? They're doing a lot of business. And then there's one ones who kind of had a, uh, a very small market or only one marketing method. You know, like if you only do uh, trade shows and events, mm -hmm. you know, if you only um, if you only do schools, if that's your only niche market, then uh, then you might be in trouble right now. You might be looking around, wondering where your your next uh, order is coming from, and picking up the phone is a great way to to answer that question. Yeah, and and if you're listening to this podcast in the future right? And it's 2022 and you're listening to this podcast and you remember two years ago when there was this weird economic thing going on, then um, this still applies. This is not specific to necessarily what's happening now. Some of the topics we're talking about are, but this right here is a business practice that's been around for, I don't know, since they invented the phone. You know, like I've heard jokes <laughs> yeah, that, that you know, that's the true. first phone call was, was, um, you know, was, was trying to sell something over the phone, you know? And, yeah. um, I think it was, so, I think it was phones. I think yeah. It was phones. I was trying to sell other, someone else to get it. Um, wait, yeah. And this, the, called. and this, this tactic is great to add to your business. Also, if, you know, maybe you've been boxed out of a school, you know, mm -hmm. by a competitor or you've, you know, you, you lost one of your biggest clients, so you don't have anywhere else to go. This is how you can just kind of jumpstart your business. Yeah. And it can work. Um, you can, you can, it can work like the same day you start, which is really cool. Yeah. You know, I'm um, just like, you know, Mark, you've always said since like episode one, you know, just to grab some cards and some samples and get in your car, you know, you just yeah. need some gas and some business cards. Um, and that's another way that you can, you can just make money that same day, which is very cool, you know, cause that's hard to do with a lot of these other market, you know, with search engine optimization and even um, paid ads and things like that. You're not, you might not do anything yeah. the first day, but these are techniques that can make you money actually today, you know, get you business today. So yeah. um, uh, why, why make phone calls? They're proven to work, right? Number one. And number two, they're basically free. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you phone. get, if you get, if you get phone calls from salespeople, uh, whether you want them or not, the reason that you're getting them is because, uh, some people answer that call mm -hmm. and buy what that person is selling. Cause yeah. it doesn't take long for you to give up if it's, if it's an unsuccessful method, yeah. right? So, um, phone calls work and that's why people make them. Yeah. And they work for everything, right? You're going to get, it's an election year. You're going to get phone calls to, to go, someone who wants to go out and vote or ask for a donation. They will make money that way. You know, um, yep. there's going to be somebody who's going to call and try to sell you a coupon book or, or an extended warranty for your car. And over the number of calls they make, somebody will buy those. Uh, and that's going to be true of you and your apparel business and you doing this is that somebody's going to buy apparel so from you. So I, I, I know the reasons more, okay. but I want to, I want to check to make sure that you do. Okay. <laughs> Why don't businesses make? Okay. The, um, I think that there's a few reasons. Um, we talked about it on our last episode, episode 131, that it's just scary. It feels uncomfortable picking up the phone. You don't know what that person's going to say, who you're going to talk to, what they're going to ask you. You don't want to sound like a fool. You don't want to sound, um, you don't want to just 
uh, uh, and then out of fear, you just hang up, you know, like, like a teenager yeah. calling their crush. I've done that. I've done um, that. yeah, yeah, I've done that too. Uh, so, um, the, if it's scary, it's just, it's, there's the unknown of what's going to happen. You know, what's going to happen when you, when somebody calls you and asks you to buy t-shirts, right? You're going to say yes and then start the order, but you don't know what's going to happen when you call somebody you've never speak, spoken to before. Um, right. The, uh, they all, you feel like you're being intrusive. You're interrupting somebody's day. Same reason this, why nobody sends is, emails, you know, um, in, well, I was just going to say, I was going to say, yeah, so it's common. just like not nobody, but there's a very small percentage of small businesses that do good email marketing. Most of your email marketing is coming from big, big businesses because right. they know it works and they do it. Um, and they, they're not worried about feelings anymore. They're worried about numbers. And, you know, it, it's not just that, you know, you, you're, you might be bothering people because they, things with email have changed so much in the past few years that you're literally not bothering anyone. Mm-hmm. If, they, if you don't want to get somebody's emails, you just ignore them or delete them. Hardly yeah. anybody even unsubscribes. And it's kind of the same way with phone calls. Um, you know, Coldessi or Coleman and Company, one of our brands sends out an email every day. And you might get an email from us every day. Not many people unsubscribe. A large percentage of people open it. And it's going to be the same way with your, with your phone calls. If you sit down yeah. and make a series of phone calls, you know, you're, you're not going to bother somebody. If they don't have the time, they're not going to pick up. Yeah, that's and true. You're going to make it, and you're going to make it smooth and easy for them to uh, say yes or no. kind of. Yeah, exactly. And actually, um, so if you're still... If you still, if you are still listening to this, right? We, which I mean, have, only three people are. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still listening, if you haven't gotten scared, congratulations, because there's going to be some folks that already turn this off because I'm not going to do that, or they just skip the episode. I'm not going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to beat them for one, right? You're doing better than them too. But there's a concrete plan with a downloadable content at the end of the episode that you'll get that um, you will able you will be able to replicate exactly what we're talking about today on your own for whatever niche you want to work with. That's and amazing. A, so so this is we're we're giving you everything I think we can to make this happen besides actually making the phone call for you. Yeah. So like um, the third thing um, is 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 uh when we're talking about why don't people do it? Um they don't know what to say and that's kind of what's a big, big deal. It. Yeah. It's a big deal. So um I I've got a couple notes here and we can talk about them. Um, so how, and maybe you can address this, you know, how do, how do people get past those, those things, those three things, you know, how do they get past it? How do they start making phone calls? It's, um, it's very much like, uh, like anything. I mean, I hate to use sports analogies, but you know, if you've ever tried to play basketball, if you ever try to play basketball, um, the first time you try it, there's no way you're going to get the ball in the hoop. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. But the, the more and more you do it, the more practice that you do, the more times you try to make that shot, the more likely you are to get it in. And once you do that first time and you score the points or that first time that you pick up the phone and you call and somebody says, I was just about to order a hundred pieces from cafe press. I'd much rather do business with somebody nearby. First time that happens, you'll, you'll be over the top. So I think it's, you know, to get over the scary part of this is just to push through and do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that's, I love what I heard. My internet connection said it was unstable. So I lost a bit of what you said. I hope, I hope the folks out there did. Um, But if, if that all happened to go into no man's land and we didn't hear it, then I've got some no- I've got some notes too to answer that question as well. So I'll just kind of read those off to you. Um, yep. So how to get past these things, right? Um, you've, you have to realize that you've done something way scarier. You've started a business. That's way scarier than picking up a phone call. You invested your money, you put your credit on the line, you put cash on the line, um, you, you've maybe signed a, a lease on equipment, you know, that's might be, you know, long-term per se. So that's scary. That's a lot scarier than making a quick phone call, right? So just realize that, that you've done something way worse than that. And you've probably done a lot of other things way scarier in life than making a phone call. Um, that and the other thing is to accept that you are being a bit mildly intrusive maybe you are if you want to be you know if you want to be like definitely um now two out of the three people that were still listening have hung up yeah (laughs) well well i mean if we're just going by definition that somebody is working and then the phone rings because of you and you picked it up you interrupted their day right you just have to accept that because you've got good intentions because at the end of that conversation, if you guys agree that you should do business together, their business is going to look better. Their employees are going to look better. They're going to have whatever. They, they will be happier that they did business with you in the end. So it's okay. You have good intentions. Um, and, uh, and then the third reason you can get past it is because we've got steps below and a plan. So you can just go ahead and follow those and do it. So I, I think that's a great point. And the, and the, the plan is a big deal because that clears up. Uh, I, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to say. And if you have an outline of what you're going to say, you know, if you, if you follow the steps that, that you provided, then, um, then you should be more comfortable because it's like you've done it before. Right. So if you mm-hmm. if you read through a plan and you follow a plan and you're going through the steps, then you're really not making a phone call. You're not it's not as scary to pick up the phone and call somebody because you don't have to figure out on the spot based on what that person says, what's going to happen. What you're doing is you're following a plan. You're not making cold calls. You're, yeah. you're going through a process to get yourself more business. And the great thing is, is once you've done that, you know, if you if you've made 100 phone calls, and you've gotten 10 sales, then you'll have set expectations for the future. So the next 100 phone calls that you get, you know that all I have to do is call this many people or talk to this many people, and I'm going to make probably about this much money. And you can decide whether or not it's worth it. Yeah, that's actually is, is really cool is that over time, if you do this, if you make the practice of doing this um, every week, right? For six months or whatever it might be over time, you're going to be able to do that math and being able to do math and stats on your marketing and sales efforts is really cool because you know that I put in X amount of hours into selling over the phone that led to X amount of dollars for my business. Let me see if I can replicate that further by upping the amount of hours, right? Uh, That's the same thing that we do for ads, right? You run an ad on Google or Facebook and you spend $200 and then it does really well. So you try to try to bump it to $400. 
and it does great. Then you bump it to 600. Now it, it's, you're not making as much money as you did in the beginning. And you could do that with on the phone too. You might decide that four hours a week is enough. You could try eight and eight hours a week is even better. And then you try 16 and it's not as good. Maybe eight's a magic number, but you can play with those numbers. It's very cool. Or it, or it could happen the other way around. You could get to the point where, you know, you've done a hundred phone calls and you've closed 10 sales, but you look at the time that you spent versus doing phone calls and doing some other marketing method, you know, and you'll, you'll have the numbers to compare. So it could be mm-hmm. that, you know, if you, instead of doing that, if you'd done something else, you, you would have made more money. If you would have actually gone to a show or if you would have gone, gotten in your car and going, go out door to door, you know, uh, doing the, um, you know, get in the car, bring samples, hit yeah. a strip mall kind of thing and go from one place to another, you may find out that that's more or less productive for the time that you put in. So yeah. that, that yeah. kind of, this is how many calls I'm going to make. I'll see how I do after that is a, is a strategy to get you through it. Yeah, it's great. And, um, and then another thing to mention is that uh, a business might start by making phone calls to generate income. And, but that might be a means to an end to not do that in the future as well, that marketing and sales are, are change. So you might, you might do it to kickstart your business. And then, then you start building up a referral network of customers and you're getting referrals and, and, and you find, you might find yourself in a position where you don't, you're not needing to do it as much anymore. Um, uh, you might lose a big customer and decide now it's time to get back on the phones. So it's a great skill to build up for when you do need to go back to it or, or you just might stay on it all the time, right? There's, there are, there are shops out there that that this is how they always generate business. And it doesn't matter if it's apparel shops or uh, mortgage brokers. Yeah. Right? So, hey, listen, if you are, if you're sitting at your home office or in your retail shop and you're looking for something else to do right now while you listen to this podcast, if you're listening to the podcast because you don't have anything else going on, not because you're trying to improve your marketing. Yeah. Right. If you're, if you're doing that, then you 100% are going to be more productive by picking up the phone. You know, so I think, I think that's a, a good point to move into. Um, how, do I, how do I set all that up? Okay. Like, what do, I, what do I do to get started on something like that? Yeah, so I think um, the, well, like the initial setup is you just decide who you're going to call. And I think you just make some sort of a narrowed down decision, like when we talk about niche marketing, decide who you're going to call. Um, so I could say, I'm just going to call local owned restaurants, right? Okay. I'm not going to call Applebee's um, or, or Outback Steakhouse. I'm going to call, you know, uh, just Tommy's sandwich shops and, okay. and <laughs> Angelina's Italian, you know, and you're going to call all the just local, um, local owned restaurants to go food, sandwich shops, stuff like that. Right. Um, that's a specific market. And that could be anything, right? We talk about tons of examples of hair salons, yeah, hair salons, pet stores, pet stores. Yep. Um, vape shops, CDB stores. I mean, you know, find a, vape find a shop. business that's, that's growing. Good. Well, you find another interesting way to do it is you find a business that's growing in your area or doing particularly well. Right. Yeah. So, um, in a lot of areas that like the CB, CBD, um, Vape was really big for a period of time. A lot of laws changed throughout the country. So those stores aren't popping up on every corner, right? But now like the CBD thing is growing, 
you know, yep. uh, so that might be one you call. It's like, I'm just going to call CBD shops, right? Um, next is you write your call plan based on that. Um, I don't, I don't never, I've never liked to use the word script, even though it's kind of is that because um, first of all, you're not an actor. Right. <laughs> that's, that's so I was never taught that, but I always just thought that when I was handed a script, I'm yeah. like, well, I'm not an actor. Right. I don't need a script. I just yeah. need kind of, I need a plan of what I'm going to say. And then I'm going to wait for that magic moment where it clicks. And then now I'm just having a conversation with someone. Right. So, um, so what do you mean when, what do you mean when you say um, a call plan, if you're not going to okay. use the script, yeah. what, are, what are you doing? Uh, it's just, how is the conversation going to go? What, and, and we'll break it down soon. Um, a little bit after this, but how's the conversation going to go? Why are you calling them? What are you going to say? Um, what is going to be kind of a canned line that, you know, you're going to say to, to somebody, um, to a degree. So when you're not sure what to say, um, or it's not going exactly that you, you've just, you've got, you've got a plan. And at the end of every phone call, um, the plan has succeeded no matter what. Right. Because part of the plan is qualifying somebody. And if somebody says, no, I don't need that, then you, they are not qualified. Right. The plan still wins, right? You still right. completed the yeah. plan because you qualified somebody as not a customer. Right. So um, the plan wins more when you qualify somebody as a potential customer, but we'll dive into it. Okay. Um, and then the third thing is you choose your call time, call day, call time. That's something specific to, and I think for a couple of reasons, one is based on who you're calling. We talked about this last episode. Yeah. Um, the restaurants, you're not going to want to call at 6 PM on Friday night. Right. Right. That's like the worst time to call is their busiest time. So you're going to call a restaurant, um, maybe like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, between lunch and dinner, two, mm-hmm. three o'clock. Right. Um, if you're calling service companies like AC or plumbers or something like that, um, same thing. You're probably going to, you're probably not going to want to call them in the middle of the day anytime. Cause they're at customers houses. You're going to want to call them probably very, very early or very late in the day. The yeah. CBD shops um, are probably the most busy when folks get right af- out of work or before right. they go to work, um, depending when they're open. So if you call them again at a, at a lull in the day, 11 o'clock on a Monday morning, there's probably nobody in the shop. Yeah, I just want to point out that what, what Mark did was pick a time that matches the industry that you're after or your niche market, not the time that you want to make phone calls. That's so, you know, idea. we get, we, mm-hmm. and we see this in, in salespeople that a lot of salespeople like to get in first thing in the morning and, you know, it's eight to 10 o'clock in the morning and that's when they, re- that, their day is planned out. Yeah. Like this is when I make my phone calls. You know, and if they're, if you're calling a, a restaurant or if you're calling someplace that, you know, is, is busy during those time periods or people that aren't awake at that time, mm-hmm. you know, then, then your plan has failed because you're arranging things the way you want and not, not with your customer's expectation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so, and it's, it's just so simple. It's all, it's, it's really just common sense. Um, are you going to call the, try to reach the owners of bars at 6am? Yeah. They, they went to bed three hours ago. <laughs> right. Good point. You know, like, so no. Um, so, uh, so that's it. So okay. you, so we'll go through these steps right here. Right. So the first one is we talk about um, choosing a niche, right. Who to call. Um, so who do you think is a good, where do you think is a good place to start on picking those? 
picking. If you're already in business, yeah. um, what I would do is I would look at my current customers. Okay. You know, who are my current and best customers? And then I would look for other businesses just like theirs. Okay. So right. for example, if, I, if I've done well in um, schools or if I've done well in hair salons, you know, I'm going to go and look, okay, so I've got these four independent hair salons that all buy custom aprons from me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is a good potential. Like I'm yep. going to call these other custom hair salons. That's the way I would do it. I think that's great. And you only need one customer to inspire you to do that. Yeah. All you need is one. So if you happen to get one hair salon and now you've kind of, you get the business, you, you understand how many um, aprons each, you know, person wants, you know, maybe you just realize, Oh, wow. I didn't even realize they're using the same one every day, you know, or, you know um, they like to have a different one for every day of the week because they're getting hair dye on it and things like that. You'll learn the little, um, idiosyncrasies of an industry and then you feel a little bit better about it and then you can yeah. you could speak better to another hair, hair salon um and the same might be with restaurants and things like that um I, so i think that's great um that's one of the best ones um if you're not in business yet i would say um one of the simplest places to choose is going to be um small businesses because you're likely to reach the person who can make the decision Okay. And so what does that mean is you call the sandwich shop before you call the electric company. Right. Right. Because when you call the electric company, you're going to get a, um, a receptionist whose job is to make sure that nobody gets past that person unless they legitimately sh- should be on the phone with somebody. Yeah. Right. So they're blocking, they're blocking all day. You know, why are you calling? Wait, why are you calling the owner? Why are you calling the GM? You know, you don't just get through. Um, or if you call a sandwich shop that, that is um, maybe they have three employees. That's, you're probably get the answer. person who answers the phone is, is going to be standing next to the owner if it's not the owner. Um, yeah. So I think that those are good places to start. They're obviously not as big of a fish. If you get that sandwich shop as a customer, it might be a 30 piece order, right? You know, um, five shirts, five hats, you know, five aprons, you know, um, five set of masks, you know, yeah. something like that. You know, it's not, might not be a massive order, but it's an easy place to start. Yeah. And I, I like it too, because like, if you're going to use that example, then um, even if you talk to an owner and they're not interested, mm-hmm. you know, you can use that conversation or conversations like it. If you don't have any uh, existing customers, like, the next sandwich shop number two that you call after you talk to the owner of sandwich shop number one, you know, you could say something like, Hey, you know, I just got off the phone with Bob sandwich shop in temple terrace. And we were talking about um, uniforms and masks and caps for their staff. And, you know, I, I, I found your business and I thought we might have the same conversation. Yeah. That's right? I, I actually, I love that right there. I didn't even think about that, but you just, you, you, you don't, you you don't even have to do business. They don't have to be a customer. You just, yeah. it's kind of an appeal to authority. You're looking for a, a way to warm up the conversation. Like, Oh, they're already talking to people like me. Yeah. You know, and that's a good way to do it. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, you had made a note in our notes, so I'll just take it. Um, <laughs> what yeah. you said, I was driving by and I saw your pizza place. Yeah, You know, like you're just super local. You're, Hey, I live over in this neighborhood over here and you're, you're actually the pizza shop right down the road. Um, and I talked to my kids and they said they wanted pizza tonight and I drove 
and I, and I uh, drove by you. So I decided I was going to order a pizza from you. And I went in there. None of the staff was wearing uniforms. Yeah. I do that. You know, um, so uh, that, that's just one example. But if it's yeah. really local, you could just say you were driving by or um, especially if you mentioned if you have a customer in the same plaza or in the same area. That's yeah. such like a typical thing. If you've had somebody knock on your door in your neighborhood, yeah. um, they'll knock on your door. And I do. I do. Um, I do the pest control for a lot of people around here. Yes. You know, but, and that, and that's the neighbor. perfect intro. It's a perfect mm-hmm. intro. And it could yeah. be something like in, in plazas are great. You know, I was, I was shopping at the Publix or the Winn-Dixie or, or whatever it is uh, near your business. I saw you, I thought I'd give you a call. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, if you, uh, I do like when you gave your example, Mark, uh, that you mentioned a specific business name. And that would be true if they are your customer or if you just had the conversation with them because people are, people will not be fooled by the concept of, um, Oh, I do a lot of work for people in your neighborhood. Right. What's, what's my neighborhood? Who, you know, people, people can know it's a lie. So if you just be specific, I was just on the phone with talking with so-and-so sandwich shop. We had a good conversation about masks. Um, and I figured I'd give you, I, I saw your business online and I figured I'd give you a call and maybe having that same conversation with you would be great too. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I remember uh, reading this book about um, cold calling and some examples of, you know, they were going through dis- different scenarios. Somebody was uh, selling copiers mm-hmm. and they did the study where they sent, you know, uh, people into a, into a building um, or into a business in a, in an office building to, to kind of pitch new copiers, to ask them what kind of copier they were using, et cetera. And the, the response of the people behind the counter went way up when the person gave an explanation of why. So, okay. the, so the because matters. Yeah. So for yeah, example, I was talking to Tommy at Tommy Sandwich Shop about, about um, uniforms. Um, and I thought I'd call you too because you're in the same kind of business and I have a special on this. Yeah. You know, so the because is going to make a difference when you make these calls too. Yeah. I, I think that's great. And that's actually, and that's coming up in the call plan. Uh, I don't know what word I would use for it. Just the, uh, the document, the downloadable document we have yes. has answers. We, we go through those questions. Um, so we're, we're kind of getting right to that. We're almost there. We're almost cool. actually making the plan. So um this next section of my notes, actually, I say making a call plan. So I think okay. we're there. <laughs> okay. So, but we're not. It's a trick because we force to start with what's a bad call plan. Yeah, I've, right. I've gotten those phone calls. <laughs> and here, here's one thing. And yeah. I don't know if you know any, any uh, salespeople, which fundamentally is what uh, Mark and I are. Um, if you know any salespeople, you know that most of us uh, will listen, will listen to the pitch. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes to the door wanting to sell magazines or, or, you know, whatever it is, you know, a lot of times I'll just open the door and talk to them because I want to hear the pitch. Yeah. And then normally I'll evaluate them and coach them afterwards. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, and, but, and then you start to understand pitches when you listen to the pitch. A- absolutely. So, so your first point here about not being evasive or sketchy about why you're calling is a big deal. You've got to get right to it. You know, uh, the most annoying calls for me are ones that start with, uh, hi, is this Mark? How are you doing today, Mark? Yeah. Pause, wait for reply. You know, that, that's sketchy. I know I don't know this person. 
You yeah. know, so um, don't be evasive and sketchy about why you're calling. Could be the entire uh, bad call plan topic. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that that's it too. And and just not being evasive or sketchy when you're calling somebody. And it's just, you're not trying to trick somebody. You're not trying to avoid what you're doing. You, you get to the point fairly quickly. And um, and it's okay to say, you know, what you're calling about too, you know, because you might get somebody on the yeah. phone and they'll say, um, oh, oh, can I speak with the manager? Oh, okay, what's this in regards to? Oh, I just, I've got some business with them. Okay. Yeah. It's a little, uh, that's by the time the manager gets on the phone, he's, well, I don't he's have suspicious. business with you. Yeah. You know, I don't have business with you. What, like, what does that mean? So yeah. that's evasive or sketchy. Um, where a better way might just be direct. And you say, I wanted to talk to the manager about your uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or, you know, maybe it's not, I want to talk to your manager. Maybe it's, um, you know, who should I talk to about getting you guys new uniforms? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's a, that's perfect. You're just saying literally, who do I talk to for new uniforms? You're not saying, yeah. um, I would like to sell your company uniforms. Right. Right. Yeah, there's, that's a difference in that. So, um, the next one about a bad call plan is it's, you're not, you shouldn't be trying to talk at people. You should be trying to get them to start a conversation with you. So ask yeah. some questions. Questions should always be part of it. You, and you've been on those calls, I'm sure, where where you're talking to a salesperson and they really aren't listening to you. Yeah. They have things that they're supposed to say or want mm -hmm. to tell you. So that's the mission that they're on. Yeah. You know, so as opposed to, I'd like to speak to somebody, um, whoever's in charge of me getting your uniforms. Yeah. And yeah. then tell me, tell me how you outfit your staff now. You know, tell me, you know, any one of the leading questions, you know, that will get somebody to be talking about their business or themselves. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And um, the, another is uh, what's what's part of a bad ball call plan is that like giving up really soon. Right. Okay. So giving up after your call plan, is, although it's about what you're going to say on the phone, it's also about, um going back to it and sticking to the plan and going back again. So you can't give up after one try, you know, just because you didn't catch somebody at a bad time. And I think that is part of the failure of call plans too, is folks who, um, uh, who, who just, they, they make a one phone call to somebody. The person said, I can't talk right now. I'm busy and they're done, you know, and then they do right. that for one day and they're like, this stinks. This sucks. I'm yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that's, that's a good point because they did not, they didn't rule them the, themselves out. Yeah. They, they didn't yeah. say, I mean, they may be busy right now and not want to talk and they may be placing orders for a thousand shirts a month. Yeah. You know, so one thing does not mean they're not a potential customer. You just have to try again at a completely different time. Yep. You know, put a, put a, put a, you could even, if they don't sound too busy, you could even say, well, fine, I don't want to bug you. I'll just give you a shout next week. Yeah. And if they say yes, then you know, yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Oh, that I love that too. Because the, if they just say, yeah, that's no problem. And I've done that, right. I've gotten um, mm -hmm. sales phone calls at, at the office and I'm like, you know, I, what you're just said, I'm mildly interested in you, can, but I can't talk about it now. Yeah. You know, mostly because I want to hear the pitch. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then the last one is kind of about a bad, it's the not just using the phone, but you know, 
follow up with emails or social media whenever possible. Remember that the phone is, it, it, it's all part of a different thing. You know, it's all part of the sales process. So when you're doing phone calls, try to follow up with some other things too. Don't make it just about the phone calls. Yeah, I agree. Right. And we talked about that in the last podcast too, about collecting email addresses and Facebook stalking people and all these things. Um, so it's part of this. This is the phone call, call portion of it, but don't forget the, about the other stuff. So I think that, um, you know, moving on to uh, things to avoid is good because yeah. you, uh, your first question to avoid, how are you today, is one yeah. that I used in my own bad example a minute ago. Yep. And it's kind of the phone call of a, equivalent of if you're in a department store and somebody walks up and says, can I help you? Yeah. The answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> it's always no. It's always yeah. no. So um, it's, it's just a rare opportunity if, if somebody says yes. So how are you today is, is, is disingenuous because you don't care. You don't care. You didn't that, call to find out yeah. how they're doing. Yeah. You know, get to it. Yeah. Well, cause for, and there's a couple of funny things about it. And this is, this one is one of the ones that I enjoy talking about. So we talk much longer than we need to on it. But yeah, yeah. Um, in general, how are you? Um, is most of the time very disingenuous. It's just like somebody saying, what's up? We don't actually want to know what is up with them. Yeah, it's a placeholder. It's a place. It's just, you're saying hi. You're saying hi. It's a friendly way of saying hi. It's just a way that, especially here in in the US, it's what we do. It's words we say. And it's a plight. Um, You don't really want to know that they've just got into a fight with their teenage son that morning. Yeah. And you don't want to hear about that. You're not interested. You want to make a sale. Um, right. You don't want to know that their dog has ringworm and they're stressed out about it or whatever it is. Right. So you don't really want to know how they do it. And it's funny. Uh, last night we were watching a comedian, um, Tom Segura, if you've heard mm-hmm. of him, he has yeah. a new special out um, at the time of this recording. I don't know when it's from this year, but anyway, he said that uh, he went to a bank and there's the guy who stands in the front of the bank and he said, Hey, how you doing? You know, and walked in. And then he said he was almost to the door. And then the guy started answering the question. He's like, Oh, well, my family and I are going on vacation next week. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah. I saw that. Actually. He's like, what the heck are you doing? He's like, I don't, I didn't want you to answer that question. Come you on, broke the just, social contract here. That was, I was yeah, just being nice. Move on. I don't care. Yeah. And he's like, and second of all, you, that's not even how you answer that question. <laughs> Um, so, but that, don't say how you're doing when you call somebody to sell them something. Exactly. And, and your next point is good too. And that's don't, don't ask a yes or no question right up front. So don't oh, make your, oh, yeah. don't make your, your first question that you ask something that they can say no to and then hang up. Especially so this is just part of straight, this, yeah. yeah, this is just part of your plan, right? Yeah. So, so you're going to open the call with something like we've already talked about which is, mm-hmm. hey, this is Mark from Mark's uh, Custom T-shirts. Who do I talk to about um, ordering new uniforms for you guys? Let me yeah. put you through to my manager. And then, so the first thing that you ask is not, hey, do you need any new T-shirts? Yeah. After that. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost anything different. Yeah, exactly. And I would say um, yes or no questions are... Um, generally speaking, I think we talked about in the conversation episode a few back, but if we didn't, um, having open-ended questions is a great way in general of sparking up conversation. And it doesn't matter if you are um, trying to sell to somebody or if you're trying to 
date somebody, whatever it is, any, if you're at a party meeting people, business um, mixer, yeah, business mixer, whatever it is, um, asking questions that are open, meaning they, they have to provide an answer that's more than one word is a great way of going. So don't jump to questions. Don't jump to yes or no questions. Um, yeah. And I just say don't in general, because there, there are situations where you could make turn a yes or no question into a conversation. But yeah. I think that's like, that's an, another level up. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind yes or no questions at the end of yeah. a, at the end of a call, if there's something that you actually do need a yes or no answer to, but you know, you can just follow the pattern that we've already been talking about. Hey, this is Mark from Mark's t-shirts. Um, I just got off the phone with um, Bob from Bob's pest control down the street. I see you're in pest control too. We were talking about uniforms. Tell me, do you mind telling me what you do for uniforms? Yeah. Yeah. And something like that's a nice and simple way to just get them to start speaking. And um, now they may answer back rude. Yeah. Some people will be rude on the phone. Some people will be rude in email. Most people won't. Um, But one of the rules are things to avoid is you cannot be rude back even if they are. Right. Unfortunately. (laughs) Yes. Um, Now, the reason why I say it is because that person could possibly be your customer one day and you just caught them at a bad time. And if not, the next conversation that they have with somebody that's interested in t-shirts, if your name comes up, they will kill that deal. (laughs) Yeah. They they will say, oh yeah, I talked to that guy. He's a jerk. Yeah. Don't do business with him. Yeah. And, um, and when that guy, if he's pest control place, he could, he could be fighting a wasp nest and the phone rang right. and he thought it was this office calling to find out if the person who's doing backup for him is, co- is on the way or not. And he answers it and it's you yeah, talking about t-shirts and he's like, okay, hey, get off the phone, man. I can't talk to you right now. And, and right. hangs up. And, and if you're, or, or, you know, if you're rude back to that person, you don't know the situation. So just take it back a second. Um, yeah. Be nice anyway. Say thanks. Sorry to bother you. Have a good one. And I like your comment here about don't be distracted. So if you are going to devote 30 minutes or an hour to making outbound phone calls, then make sure that that's all you're doing. Yeah, this is one's the most important, I think. It, it, it really is hard to, you know, even when we're, when we're podcasting here, you know, I've set aside an hour or so to mm-hmm. do this. If I have Facebook open or my phone is on or email is up or one of the 17 chat softwares that we use at Coldest yeah. is, is going, <laughs> then, you know, even if I don't answer, I'm going to be distracted by that. Yes, and you guys can hear that, and somebody on the other fo- other end of the phone is definitely going to hear that as well. Yeah, exactly. And whenever I'm doing this, I will um, I shut my Outlook email. I just close it. Um, I, I'll put my chat on Do Not Disturb, and um, or if I Skype, I'll just close it. You know, or whatever it is. Um, put your phone upside down on silent. You know, whatever it is, just avoid any any distractions. If you are home. Um, go into a room and close the door if you can. Yeah. Um, get a babysitter. If you can do that, put the dog right, out. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Let the dog out or, or, or whatever you do, you know, try to get yourself in a situation where you're not going to be distracted by those things because um, that one little distraction could blow, could blow an opportunity for you if it happens at the wrong time. Yeah, I agree. You know, they hear the baby crying in the background. Hey, do you want to get that? Yes. You know, do you want to go take care of that? It sounds like you got a, a upset baby out there. Um, so it's good to have somebody to take care of you. 
Are you a crappy so. mother? Why are you talking to me while your baby's crying? In <laughs> yeah, we were you and I were on a conference call the other day with a software developer, and there was just that baby was hollering. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. are we are we stopping him from from take feeding the ba- baby? Are we putting the baby in danger because <laughs> yeah. we're because yeah. we won't let this guy go? I had no idea if, it, if if he had someone else there taking him and the, maybe the baby's colic. I don't know, but it's, it gets in your head and it's it yeah. got in my head and that, and it made me think about that because that's going to get in the head of whoever you're talking to as well. I like it. So I like, um, um, you know, we, we talked a bunch beforehand and uh, I don't do phone, do cold calls. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I only do warm calls mm-hmm. and I warm up a call in advance by doing homework. Yes, that's how you, you know, turn I, it into from cold to warm. I, I'm yeah. not just going through and um, picking all the pest control places and calling one one right after the other. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. without some kind of um, warming up, like the comment yeah. I just got off the phone with this person. It's even more powerful if you're looking at social media and things like that in advance. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about that in uh, the previous episode, you know, um, on all different ways. It was five ways to do. I don't remember the name of it now. It's off the top of my head, but five ways to, to market cheaply, you know, yep. at home and things like that. And, and one of them is, you know, be in Facebook groups, you know, look at people's profiles on, on Facebook or other social media, follow people on there, comment on their businesses. You could do all this kind of recon work to turn a, a phone call, even though you may have never spoken with them before, into a pretty warm situation. Yeah. Especially if you get into some of these that are deeper, um, you are, and I'm just gonna give you like one example I'm thinking of right now, pops in my head. You're a member of a local um, fishing Facebook group. They talk about all the fishing holes in the area and stuff like that. In there, you notice one person comment about his, um, his business opening up. I think we talked about a noodle. Yeah. Oh shop yeah. Noodling time, right. Or a sandwich shop. And you notice that he just mentions that sandwich shop is doing great. You start to look into it. You call this person up, right. And you, and you can literally say, you know, say, Hey, um, I know you don't know me. We kind of know each other because we're both in the local fishing Facebook group, yeah. such and such group. And you mentioned that your sandwich shop is doing really well. And I thought that that was awesome. And I'm a local small business owner too. I actually do uniform t-shirts and um, blah, 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 and go on with it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Now I would, um, I would weight the amount of homework I do by the size of the client. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so in other words, if you're, um, there's a reason if you use LinkedIn at all that uh, they're always asking for connections, you can connect with one person away from you for Mm -hmm. free, you know, Mm -hmm. so, um, so the more that you know about a bigger company, if I was going to go after the um, employee uniforms at the University of South Florida. Okay. Yeah. The first thing I would do is I would go, I'd probably go on LinkedIn and I would find out who the people that I need to talk to are in advance. So I would look at who's the head of purchasing, who's the head of maintenance, see if they're on there. I would look at them on Facebook, see mm-hmm. what kind of things they're into, see if maybe they went to that school. You know, I would just learn about the school a little bit. You know, how many employees do they have that might wear uniforms? Like, so, so you'll know when you're talking to somebody that this person uh, lives in Tampa. They also attended the University of South Florida. Mm-hmm. They ended up being the head of maintenance. 
they've got a couple of kids and that maintenance department has 1300 employees. Then the, the start of the phone call is, hey John, my name is Mark from Mark T-Shirts. And listen, I gotta say, I just learned how many people that you have in your maintenance department. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's amazing. I never thought it would be that many. You know, um, do you guys uh, have somebody that you order uniforms from? Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, you know, if you, if it's a bigger client, then you need to spend a little bit more time maybe before you pick up that first phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's great. And definitely you don't want to spend hours and hours and hours to chase, to chase a 30 piece order. Yeah. Right. right? This is all, uh, we talk about all these things you can check. I mean, this is like minutes. Yeah. Minutes, right. You, you look up, Oh, let me look at the sandwich shop. Oh, cool. Look at their reviews. Oh, wow. They got a bunch of five-star reviews. Uh, let's look in their Facebook. Oh, okay. On their Facebook page, it says we're hiring. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Uh, you know, um, is there any big announcements? Let me scroll through here. Let me scroll through their Twitter. Oh, okay. They just announced they expanded. They bought the shop next to them. They just announced they just moved to uh, two months ago. They just, they just said, we just reopened yeah. for the first time after closure. And how much does that change the conversation if the first thing that you, you say to somebody when you're talking to a business owner is, hey man, I just read uh, that yeah. latest five-star review, review for, for you guys. Um, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. It looks yeah, like you, you just guys expand. are doing great. Yeah, you expanded. You opened, you you just bought the shop next to you and can doubled the size of your sandwich shop. Yeah. That's awesome. That's right. awesome. I love to talk. I I I'm a small business owner myself locally, and I try to align myself with with successful ones like you. you I know? like that. We just so, added a new product line, just like you added more space to your yeah, business. Yeah. So there's a lot of good things, and and now we're talking about kind of the um, we can move to the four key parts or five key parts actually of a call okay. plan. Um, so part one is who are you? Part two is you connect with them. Um, also known as kind of let them know why you're calling them. Um, why you're, why you're calling them is not to sell, to sell them, them t-shirts. Yet. Right. That's not right. yet. Right. How can you benefit them as the next one? That's, yeah. You're selling them t-shirts so you can benefit them. Um, then you would qualify them. And then you need to know what you're going to ask for. So it's who are you? How are you going to connect with them? How can you benefit them? How are you going to qualify them? What are you going to ask for? Yep. That's the plan so we can break down what this means now. Okay. okay. Um, should I continue? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a mock call plan here. So I get, but I need your help with it, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just go with one example right now. Who are you going to call? We said um, that you're going to call local restaurants to go food sandwich shops. That's kind of what we've been talking about. So let's just go with that. Um, yep. I actually think that's probably is a pretty good idea to call those places now too. Um, if we're talking about right now, summer of 2020, um, there's a lot of places just reopening. They're having a lot of employee turnover. Um, they do need to wear um, masks in a lot of places, just yep. legally, the, the laws and ordinances and stuff like that are making them. So um, there's a need yep. right now. So I think that's a pretty good one to start with. Okay. Um, when, when would you, so when would you call them? Um, we already talked about that. Not during mm-hmm. breakfast, not during yeah. lunch, not during dinner, right? Yeah. Some place where the manager or the owner is likely to be there, but not busy. Yeah. So weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Um, I think putting a second one down to an alternative because maybe you'll call places at that time um, and you can never seem to reach somebody. So think of another alternative that might make sense for that business. Yeah, I mean, definitely look at a couple too because, you know, I know in, in my part of town, 
um, everyone's closed on Mondays. Yeah. So okay. That that's that's the day off for for a restaurant. So you're going to waste your time if you call during that time. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, maybe Friday afternoon, maybe Tuesday morning. You know, you'll you'll get to know after you make start making yeah. those phone calls. If you here's a tip on this: if you start doing some research on businesses and you're using Google. When you're looking at the business, you scroll down a little bit and it will show how busy they are during different. Oh yeah. I really like that. That's really, so there's data given to you. Um, tip, pick the lowest line. Yeah. Right. right. Pick the Um, least busy and then compare it to if they're actually open during that time. Yeah. Good. Good, good, Um, so who are you, you know, um, how, how would you open who you are? So, so I would say, uh, Hey, I'm Mark from, uh, from Mark's t-shirt shop. And I, I'm calling because I just got off the phone with X or I was driving by and noticed your place, or I was at a mixer. My friend had a sandwich at your, at your shop and he mentioned you and, and I thought, you know, and, and fill in those blanks. Yeah. So I'm really not focused on, you know, hi, my name is Bob and I'm from Bob's you know, t-shirt shop and I'm calling because, you know, I'm really, I'm really not doing that. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm doing is, Hey, this is Mark from Mark's t-shirt shop. And, um, I drove by your place and this is what I thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and what I, what I love about what you just did there is exactly what everybody should be doing. Um, is you go right from who you are immediately into why you're calling. Yeah. And that's, that's what you did right there, you know, is you said, um, you know, Hey, I'm Mark at t-shirt Haven here. How's, I hope your day is going well. I'm calling, you know, I just talked to so-and-so I was referred by so-and-so, you know, you went right into the why, and that's important. You didn't dwell on the, who you are too much. Yeah. Who, who you are is, is, is as short as you can be almost without being deceptive. You know, so I'm Mark at T-Shirt Haven. We're a local T-shirt shop. Um, I hope your day's going well. Um, I'm calling because I noticed you're hiring new servers. And that's a good sign for your business that you're growing. Um, and I understand it's a lot of work with training and HR and, and uniforms and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Um, so another, what you could say, um, I see you just expanded your restaurant. I love to see local small businesses succeed. I know that growth comes with pains too, right? You're immediately, you're just telling them I'm calling you because you noticed something about them. You referred to, you thought it was a good idea to call them because you just hung up with, um, you know, that other sandwich shop down the road, you know, or you're calling them because you do work with a couple uniform. um, I'm sorry, you did uniforms for a couple businesses and they seemed similar, right? You're just immediately letting them know the reason why I'm calling you is because, you just opened up back for business. That's exciting. I saw you're hiring people. Um, and then the next step, so that's who you are, why you're calling. And then the next one is um, how can you benefit them? Right. Yeah. I think this is important to jump to too. Um, so I, the yeah, I think I have, it, it, <clears throat> go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think that the, that the important thing to remember as you, as you go through the call plan is, not just to focus on what you're telling people, mm-hmm. right? Because we've got some good examples of how to open and what you should say next and, and you know, things like that. Uh, but you've got to leave room for the conversation. 
So yes. I, I just don't want you to get on the to get on the phone and read these things, even if yeah. it fits in your own words. I don't want you to go through this whole thing and go back at a two minute phone call and realize that that person on the other end of the phone hasn't spoken yet. Right. Yeah. So you definitely have to interject those questions, leave pauses so they can answer it. Yeah. And, and, um, this can't be 30 seconds long. Your intro, it's gotta be short. Yeah. Five yeah. seconds. You know, I mean, 10 seconds is an eternity when you're listening to somebody speak. And yeah, you as you know, listening to this are. podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're, if you're, if you're on the phone with somebody and it takes 10 seconds for that intro, they're done. Yeah. Right. So, um, and I think the it's it's you have to leave room for the conversation, as you said, but the who are you, why are you calling and how you can benefit them? You can get that into f- like three, four seconds. Yeah. Right. Agreed. So um, how can you benefit them would be um, since you're hiring, I, I, I gather you're going to have to deal with a bunch of uniforms, hats, shirts, aprons, now masks. I'm a local custom t-shirt apparel shop. I can help your staff get looking great. Yeah, that's good. And, and the, and the, since you're expanding, I'd like to improve the way your staff looks with an all uniform style. We can really tie it all together. I'm not sure if I would use that one just because that guy's wife or that woman's husband may have worked for months on that uniform design. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so what I might say is like, Hey, congratulations on your expansion. Did you need more or did you want to make some changes to your uniform to commemorate this? Yeah. You know, and that way you give like some room for the guy that loves the, you know, the purple tank tops to keep going that way and you just print them for him. Yeah. 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 That's, it's, I like that a lot actually. And, and it, so the, another way that it might go, you know, getting to the benefit portion, um, is, um, Hi, I'm Mark at T-Shirt Haven here. I hope your day is going well. Um, I noticed that your restaurant just opened back up for inside and outside seating. I think that's super exciting. Um, since you just opened up, I know your staff is dealing with old uniforms, maybe new stuff, um, you know, old uniforms and maybe some new stuff um, could really help you out. We've been working on some things to, um, you know, working on different slogans that we put on restaurant shirts, like, you know, are you, I'm, I'm smiling at you under this mask, you know, or talking about the cleanliness of your right. business or thanks for coming back, you know? Um, and these are all things that, you know, you, you can dive through. Um, and it's a, you know, you might get to, depending who you're talking to and what your niche is also, the length of that intro could be longer or shorter too, you know? Um, just be sure yeah, that everything, point. every word you're saying, if you are going to kind of script it, um, should be very purposeful remove a word if you can shorten right. a word if you can, you know, cause you don't, it will get long. Yeah. And, and it has it. to be true. And it's gotta be, it true. Has to be true. Yeah. Um, so then the last one's going to uh, be, what are you going to ask for? You have any thoughts on that? So did, uh, so yeah, so this is, this is um, in classic sales. This is the closing question, right? Mm-hmm. This is the point of your call. If you could theoretically skip everything that we've done so far, what you would do is just when someone picks up the phone, you would say, how many shirts would you like? So this <laughs> is kind of the language in between. Um, so what, what are the two or three questions that you might ask as a closing questions where, where you're basically asking for the order? You know, so you, you're going to want to map these out like Mark did here in the notes um, for different, different scenarios. 
So, hey, I've got some great new options for um, polos that mm-hmm. we're um, that we're providing to other sandwich shops for uniforms. I'd love to go over them with you. Can we do that tomorrow at five? And that is a that is a closing question. Mm-hmm. Or um, I'd like to send. I'd like to propose that you know you look at the first twelve or how many of our new polo designs will you need for your first order? Mm-hmm. Right. So those, those are all different versions of asking for the sale. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of different, there's a lot of approaches depending on how hard and soft this can go. And you're going to judge that um, based on how the conversation is going. So what will you ask for? I almost think that you can do like um, an A, B or C you know, or an option one, two, or three, where option one is what you would really like. Option two is what you'll take. That's okay. And option three is like just the bare minimum. I'll accept this. I'll still take the call as somewhat of a win if I even get this. I like that idea. So option one is is like you, um, you get them to uh, agree to some sort of a meeting where you can discuss a proposal of um, of reuniforming their staff. Okay. Right. You know, I, I would, I would say option one for me would be to, to get an order. Oh, get an order. Right. <laughs> that, that would, that would be like, that's the, yeah. like option one, you place an order for 48 shirts. Yeah. You know, it, it may not happen. It may not be very likely to happen, but that's the optimal yeah. outcome. And I think right? that, um, yeah. And I think that, and I think that both of those actually are the same. Because um, okay. that because you you have to discuss the sizes and the style and how many they need, right? So okay. so unless that, I mean it would be great if all of that was happening immediately, right? Yeah. Um, but there's probably the chances so the but the chances are that's probably going to happen in another time. Um, okay. But you never know. I mean, if you catch them at two o'clock, yeah, I guess option one would be all right. Yeah, actually, let me send you a Zoom meeting real quick. We could do it right now, a screen share. Let me show you the styles that I have. Okay, yeah. you like this one? All right, great. Yeah, we can do that. Um, do you have a, a good version of your logo? Okay, yeah. All right, great. You can shoot that to my email here. Let me take a look. All right, yeah, yeah. got it. So, so, and I, and yeah, I so do tend sure. towards that more direct approach because you've already had somebody on the phone through the whole conversation. Yeah. So you've got their attention right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, the reason why I push so hard then as opposed to doing a secondary meeting or something is because for a new caller, that's an easy out. Like yeah. It's a much softer thing. It's easier than asking for an order. And you could, you could even make a joke out of it asking okay. for that. You could, you could say, you know, John, it sounds like you need a lot of stuff. I've got my order pad sitting next to me. You want to start talking about sizes? Yeah. You know, and then he's going to, laugh or he's going to say, no, I'm not ready for that. Okay, fine. You know, um, I can send you a link or they might say that, no, I need to take a look. I'd like to take a look at the polos first. Yeah. No problem. I can send you a zoom link right now. If you still have a minute. Yeah. No, Uh, I think that that's great. Now, now you're on to option number two where, okay, cool. Well, option number two is, how about if I come by or how about if we schedule a zoom meeting or another phone call, you get the sizes that you're going to want. Mm-hmm. I'll send you some pictures or some samples or whatever, and we'll place the order at that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a great option too. So option one would be like the ultimate where they can actually go through the sales process with you. And that might be through um, having, um, telling them where to go on your website. Oh yeah. Your computer go here, you know, or, Oh, let me send you a link and we can do a screen share, you know? Um, Hey, I'm just, I'm I'm sending you to a place in my website. That's your sizing charts right there. Let me show you how to make sure you get your sizes ready to go. You know, um, and those are great. Yeah. And, and then, um, an option two would be getting a secondary meeting for that. No, I, I, I can't do it right now. I got an appointment in 15 minutes. I got to hurry up and get ready for that. Okay, no problem. But um, I, we know, I know I can do this for you. Um, would you like to do an in-person meeting? I can come by tomorrow at three, you know, um, or, or if you want to do it virtual, you know, whatever it might be. Oh, no, I want to see yeah. the shirts in person. You know, I want to see the shirts in person, but I don't necessarily want to do in-person meetings yet because the restaurant, you know, whatever. Um, you know, I mean, you guys will figure out, that's just, the point is to have that conversation. Where's it going to go next? And, and to know that that's where you want it to go next. Yeah. So, you know, you know that the first thing that you're going to do, if it feels good during the phone call is try to figure out how we can take an order right now. Mm-hmm. The, if you, if you don't think that's possible, or if you get a no to that, then the second thing you're going to do is try to set up a strong next step like a virtual or an in-person meeting or whatever you identify as that next step. Yeah. And it should be pretty specific. Yeah. You know, Tuesday, two o'clock. Okay, good. I'm going to call you at Tuesday at two. Um, you're going to go ahead and get the head count of how many folks that you think need new uniforms. Um, right. You are on, I've sent you, I sent you a size chart so you can have kind of sizes ready for those people and you could do the measurements and you and your, um, husband or wife are going to look at the colors that I shot over to you and you guys are going to decide what colors you think are best. And yeah. we'll talk and about all not, that stuff. And I, I just want to inter- interject a, a note here. If you are going to schedule some kind of an appointment that you should um, make sure that they know that this is just not a um, uh, non-confrontational way to end the phone call. Mm-hmm. And they don't okay. intend yeah. to ever show up or talk to you because that does happen. I mean, you know, I've, I've done it. It's a really nice person. I do really just don't want to say, Hey, no click, you know? Yeah. So, um, so what you should say is maybe something like this is, Hey, I, look, you're obviously really busy. Thanks for scheduling the appointment. Just so you know, I'm going to set aside this time for you. So if you don't mind, I'm a busy small business person too. If you get busy or if you don't think you're going to make it, I'm going to send you an email, just respond and say, we have to reschedule. And that's cool. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm, so I'm, you know that you're going to be kind of holding them accountable for showing mm-hmm. up for the appointment. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that that's great. And I don't have a problem with being candid. If somebody reschedules um, yeah. and uh, if somebody reschedules, I think it's, it's, it's okay to even ask them at that point in time. You know, hey, okay. Um, let me just ask you. Let me just ask you something. Just, yeah. you know, mano a mano here. You know, um, I I think I can. I know I can help you out a lot, and I know we talked yeah. about what you want to do. Um, and I know you're rescheduling now, and I kind of put this time aside. Is this like? Do you really want to do? Would you, would it be really good? Yeah. Are you sure? This? Are you sure you like? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be sure because I know you're busy, and I am too. Yeah. Um, and you know, you don't have to give me the runaround, you know, whatever. And you got to find just the right place to when you might drop that. Maybe the first time it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm just going to take reschedules the first time, but the second time I'm going to have to decide, do they really want to do business with me or not? 
Right. Um, but, but regardless, if I'm keeping up my Excel spreadsheet or if I'm in my CRM and, um, and I'm looking at the, the success and failure rate of my phone calls, yes. then option one is a big gold star success. Yes. Option two is still, if they set an appointment with you, that is a success. Yeah, that's, the, yeah it definitely the, is. A, and it's probably going to be the most common success you have because yes. there's typically um, questions involved, especially with a pair uniformed apparel, you know? Um, yep. And now I think if you're going like a mask route right now, that's probably easier. Black or white? Right. You know, yeah. You know, black ones or white ones? Which one's good for you? Okay. You want a logo? Well, I, I usually do a small logo on the left side. Do you like that idea? You know? Um, and you can maybe bang it out cause you're not going to have, uh, you, there's not as many questions to ask. Um, yeah. But when it comes to, you know, embroidered polos, that could be, it's a bigger investment because they might be spending 50, 60 bucks a piece for these. Right. So, so they want to make sure they get the right one. Um, uh, another, um, another way that I think you can pull in a win is um, if you get somebody who seems like it's a good prospect for you. And especially if you're going like the restaurant, you know, route or, or a business service that you would use um, is just go there, maybe invite yourself. Um, yeah. because they're not going to say no, if you're saying you're coming there to give them money. So what I mean right. by that is, um, okay. Yeah. You know what? This is a pretty good conversation. I know you're busy and I know you don't really necessarily want to, I get it. You don't want to commit to any meeting about changing your uniform. You want to discuss that with your business partners and, and how much is it going to cost and all those things. Um, I like Greek food anyway. And I go out to right. eat with my business partner or my wife or my whoever um, once a week anyway. So I'm just going to make this decision that we're going to have Greek food on Monday. And I'll just come to your place. And while I'm there, I'll say hello to you. You come say hi to me. Um, I'll bring a sample of one of those masks by. It's, it's for you. You know, it's free to check it out. And, uh, and if it, the time is right, um, we could talk about it. Yeah. And it you know. I love that. And, and, and that's it, you know, either, either way I'm there to get dinner and I'll be paying for it and tipping the server. So, so yeah, that's a win. Even, even if you don't, even if you don't see them, I think the mask is a great idea. The sample is a great idea. You can just, you can just leave that, talk to the, um, to the server at the end of the meal. Say, Hey, tell John that this t-shirt or this mask or this polo is for, for him from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And then you could say, oh, are you there on Mondays? You know? Yeah. No, that's actually my time off. Oh, okay. Um, if it's cool by you, I'd like to come on a day you're there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and then, cool. you, you know, you lighten up the conversation and you, and you find like, listen, this guy's going to come to my business. Yeah, he's going to try to sell me something. But, you know, I could use some, I could use the money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's the difference? I would take that. If any of you want to, um, want to purchase an embroidery machine or a white toner printer, direct garment printer or UV printer spangle machine or a rhinestone machine that cold SE sells. I will definitely take your phone call. Yeah. If you, if you want to, if you want to talk to me about buying something from you uh, while you spend 10 to $65,000 with us, I'm happy to chat with you. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's, but that's true. Right. And I think that it's, it's great, absolutely right? true. Anything that you're going to, obviously you might not be able to afford to go out to new restaurants every single night of the week though you're prospecting. But if you feel that's a pretty good right. prospect and it's worth it, or if you were going to order pizza anyway, 
right? You were hundred percent. You were ordering Tuesday yeah. night pizza, order it from the place you've never ordered from before. And you could try to sell something to, and then they say no. And next Tuesday you order it from the next one. And if there's 10 yeah. pizza places around you, you order from all 10 of those over the course of 10 weeks on your Tuesday night pizza. And you just tell, Hey, Hey kids, suck it up. We're going to get different pizza every Tuesday. At the end of it, you get to pick which one was the best because those pizzas that I'm buying right there are going to help buy more pizzas later. Man, let me tell you, I just, that's a great <laughs> idea. I just, I just, I just got marketing gold here. Unless it's through oh, okay. Uber eats, unless it's through Uber eats, you should okay. order a different pizza every night of the week. Okay. And then um, give the, give the delivery guy a mask, two masks, one for him, one for his boss. Okay. You just say, Hey, take this back. Tell you, tell your boss where you, where you got it. Yeah. You know, as a, Hey, here's a, here's a free gift. You know, here's a yeah. free gift. And, and if you have a way to, um, to make it quickly and easily with their logo, especially digital printing, yeah. that's one of I mean, this, this isn't a sales pitch, but it is a sales pitch for digital printing. If you do digital printing, hundred percent, you can create one mask sample in not that long. And if you're prospecting customers and you've got like, okay, I'm going to go for pizza places. Um, you can print out all of those transfers. Even if you just get like a half, like eight and a half by 11 transfer sheet, you can print all out those logos, have a dozen yeah. masks and say over, you know, over this period of time, I'm going to order pizza every day for 12 days or whatever it is. It's funny. I think it's funny and it's silly, but it's good. Um, and you give them yeah. that. The free sample thing, great digital helps it. I know it can be harder with embroidery. It's a little more of an investment, but if the prospect's big right. enough, it's worth it. Right. I like it. Well, I mean, given. honestly, I think I, I, I think this all ended up well. I really yeah. like the last 25%, especially of this podcast. <laughs> I hope you listen to it. <laughs> um, in the show notes there, we will have a worksheet. That's a Google doc. Um, that I, but let me say I have that. Yeah. I have that in there. It's a Google doc. It's free. It's just, it's the list that we spoke about and it's a Google doc with some text boxes in there. So you can write them. Um, when you're writing out yeah. your call plans, um, depending on the size of the prospect and who they are, you might have an individual call plan for each call. Um, yeah. uh, don't get too, my big tip on it is don't get too dug up into a call plan. If you're not sure the prospect is particularly good because you don't want to yeah. spend two hours on a call plan to call up, um, only to find out that it's just a super hard no because the guy's son owns an embroidery shop, <laughs> you know, what I mean? you know, so, and you might not know that from doing your research. So keep your call plans brief, expand on them. You have call one and it, and nothing too much happens from it maybe, but you realize there's potential and you're going to go for call two. You can revamp that call just for them then. And then as you get yeah. deeper into it, you put more time into it. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that makes sense here. And um, the other big tip is just, you just, just keep going for it commit yeah. to this idea and what number, I mean, what number do you think is a number of, of calls that, that should be made as a bare minimum commitment? I mean, I mean, should, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty hardcore on, on this kind of thing. So I would say if you can uh, make 10 calls the first day, mm -hmm. 20 calls the second day, okay, 30 calls the third day, by the end of the week, if you're doing, if you can do 50 calls, it sounds like a lot now, but after yeah. you go from 10 to 20 and up, 
then then it's going to be it's going to be gold yeah and and it's um you're going to find and and i made noise when you said like 40 or 30 or 40 or 50 calls because the yeah. reason is that it's hard to do 50 calls is because when you yeah. start getting up to that co- that number you're going to start having a lot more conversations yeah you know so you're going to get to call eight and have had none conversation, no conversations, but you're going to get to call 16 and you had one 20 minute conversation and you're going to get to call 32 and you're going to have had maybe four 20 minute conversations. Now you've been on the phone for, I don't know, whatever the time frame is. See, see, I, but, but I think at that, at that point, then, then they're not going to be worried about making calls as much anymore. Yes. The the idea behind the the progressively bigger numbers is just that you're going to have to make yourself do phone calls until you get a win. Yes. Yeah. So 10, I can, I can, I can call 10 people on day one. I can call 10 people. I can literally stop then. And I actually had done that when I was, um, I used to do, I used to sell, um, uh, wholesale mortgage money basically. So, so I, I sold to mortgage brokers. Okay. And uh, I got in this job. It was a great opportunity. And they were like, okay, go find some people. And I was just like, oh, and it just hit what? me at that moment quick. I was like, I mean, I knew I had to just go find people, but I thought there would be like something, you know? Right. Um, so that's kind of what I said. Um, I was talking with a guy in training, you know, with me and um, he was new to this too. And he's like, he's like, let's commit to some things together like you and I, and he's like, let's just say today, like, let's just make sure we, we talk to 10 people. Yeah. Then, then that, and then after that we'll prospect and we'll do all stuff. Let's just say we're going to do that today. And I said, yeah, man, let's do that. I think 10 was the number. And then um, I think I hit 10 around like noon and he had only got to like eight because he called and he never got anyone on the phone. You know, he just got receptionist. Um, And then by like one or two, we were done. We were done. And we both took it as a win day. We didn't sell anything. No, (laughs) but you did the, you did. We uh, we did. We talked to 10 mortgage brokers who at least didn't, you know, who who just said something to us. And then, and then we said, okay, we're going to, we're going to like, let's do the same thing tomorrow. Cause we realized that was a little hard for us. Right. It took more than half the day. So I think that's, that's great is um, make 10 calls. And then at the end of the 10, if you feel energized, go, but if not, just stop. Do something yeah. else, you know, yeah. practice, get other ideas, listen to another one of our podcasts, you know, yeah. um, but I like that idea. I think it's, it's so, good. So listen, there's, um, here's the thing is I, I 100% guarantee that everybody listening to this podcast is within, uh, I'm going to say 36 inches of their phone, mm-hmm. right? All day, every day. And if you're listening to this podcast and you've decided to devote some time to improving your business, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. After this podcast, work on a list of people to call, pick up that phone that's within three feet and call 10 people. Yeah. And, and if you do that, and if you do that progressively over the next week, you know, you're going to, you're going to make some more money. Yeah, you will. With us. You will, you will. And, and it's going to be a mixed bag for everybody. There's going to be like you, there's going to be some folks where they, um, at the end of the week, they made five sales, right? All five sales were only like eight shirts. Right. So it wasn't like, Oh, wow, I'm rich yeah. now. Thanks Mark and Mark, you know, but, um, there's, but on the other side, 
of your state, somebody else did the same exact thing. And on like their third phone call, they landed a client that gave them a 300 shirt order over, over three months, a hundred a month. Yeah. Right. So you just, so, and it's all going to, and they might only get that one. They might've yeah. made a lot more phone calls and only got the one you made less phone calls and got eight really small orders. Just keep going. Cause you remember you should have a plan for, you know, those eight small customers ask for referrals, stop at people in their plaza that they work in. Um, I had one other thought though, and then we can wrap this up. Probably it's been an sure. hour. Um, if somebody calls you to solicit business to you, um, I think you should try to solicit back. Oh, how do you think? What do you think about that? <laughs> I, I like that. It's fun because it confuses them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if they call up and they want to sell you, um, What's a local business that might call oh, lawn service or something? We talked about that pest service. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Call you up for AC. Um, hey, we do a free AC inspection. Okay. Um, I know your job is to call up and get free inspections because you know when you can, people come out that a portion of the people are going to need work done. I'll make you a deal. I'll, I'll get you a free inspection. I need to, I, but I want to get a meeting with uh, the person over there who's in charge of your guys' uniforms and t-shirts. Yeah, you know, you could um, do something like that. You could have fun yeah. with it um, or just completely shut them off and just start telling them about t-shirts. You <laughs> no, could be that's, like, that's only the guy that you really, that is not handling the phone call. Well, that's about, but, but, but I like, I like the idea of the AC guy calling you and, and says, yeah, I'll do a free inspection, but do me a favor when you come out to do the free inspection, I'm going to give you a, uh, a t-shirt, a mask and a business card to take back to your boss. Yeah. Or are you the boss? You know, yeah. um, who's going to come out? All oh, the owner, the owner comes out. We're a small business. Okay. I'm going to say yes, but I'm going to ask him for 10 minutes of his time to talk about your guys' uniforms. Oh, see, I would totally ambush somebody like that. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I would say would, I'll only do I, it if <laughs> I'll only do it if it's the owner that comes out to service. My yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'd be so wearing a t-shirt them. that says, I sell t-shirt too and put that guy's name on it. Yeah. <laughs> I sell t-shirts. You, you know, it reminded me just it's, I had a very funny thought is um, the state farm commercials, you know, Jake from state farm. Oh yeah. And uh, the husband is on the phone at like 3 a.m. With, state with the farm. khakis. Yeah. yeah. And then she says, Oh, Jake from state farm. What are you wearing? Um, khakis. So, um, you could do that. <laughs> yeah. So you could wear khakis. No, well, no. When somebody solicits you, you could be like, Oh, okay. Free AC inspection. By the way, what are you wearing? <laughs> Is that awesome. good? That's, okay. that's great. I think that's fantastic. Do not put that in the call plan though. <laughs> All, All right. right well, I think we better, um, we better wrap up. We better wrap it up. I think, um, you said a really good thing there. If, if you commit to this, you're going to make money doing it. And, um, a lot of folks won't commit to it. And we've talked about it a lot in number four. We're not in like a big cold calling, warm calling industry. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to be, you might be the only phone call that they've gotten ever soliciting apparel. Yeah. They might've gotten some salespeople pop in. They've probably got some letters, you know, um, yeah. they probably got some postcards. They've probably seen an ad online, but they probably haven't gotten a phone call. So it's a unique opportunity for you. Yeah. I love it. Um, All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, share this with a friend. Uh, Visit coldessie.com or Mm colemanandcompany.com the next time you're thinking about expanding your business. 
And, uh, and this has been Mark Stevenson. Yes, and Mark Vila. You guys have a great business. Thank you.